This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Oh my God, Becca. You guys... That's what happy hour listeners. I know we don't normally start off the show like this, but oh my God. (laughs) If you watched last night's premiere of The Bachelorette, you too are saying, O-M-G. You get it. You understand why I don't even have the words to start this thing off. I mean, my goodness, Chris Harrison set the precedent when he said, congratulations, you've just blown up The Bachelorette. That line has been ringing in my head over and over again. Like, do away with most dramatic season ever. It's, ladies and gentlemen, you just blew up The Bachelorette. It's the best, it's the best thing ever. When I, when I interviewed Chris, I asked him, I was like, did you have that scripted? Or did that just come off the top of your head? He was like, you know how it is. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just in it, you feel it, and it comes off the top of your head. So that is what we are getting here, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Cannot wait. If you have not watched the episode, first of all, you're in for a treat. Second, spoiler alert, you probably need to stop listening and then tune back in because we're going to be talking about it today. I'm still shook from the events that took place last night, Becca. 
How are you feeling about it? Rachel, I feel like I'm just on this whole other level of excitement because we finally have a show back on air and I was talking to some friends about it. Like I have never been pregnant. I'm not a mother, but I can only imagine like, you know, going through this pregnancy for nine months and then all of a sudden one day you're in it with a baby. I feel like that's where we're at. Like people have been anticipating this moment of having the show come back on and thank the Lord we finally have it because it can bring us together week by week now. But this first episode was crazy because A, there was so much to digest in just one episode. I feel like we got a whole season's worth of emotions in like those two hours. Um, but I can't get, I can't wait to get in depth with you because there's so much that went down. But before we do, I have to introduce our guest today because, ladies and gentlemen, it is a very, very special one. Since we couldn't believe everything that we saw last night, we of course had to go to the only source that could give us some true real clarity right see what i did there yes i did (laughs) so of course we had to get our girl claire on today to dish on everything that actually went down i want her to spill the tea give us clues of what's to come because from what we saw if that was just a taste of what's to come in this season it's going to be like none that we've ever seen before oh my gosh i dear god thank you for claire Thank yes. you for Claire Crawley because <laughs> that we've been teased so much with the promos and like each time like they know what they're doing because each promo that we get gives us just a little bit more mm-hmm. and then bam we saw the episode and we're seeing what's to come. I mean even the way that the, this episode just starts off with the preview of what's to come with this season it's crazy. I'm so excited and I'm going to be saying over and over again two phrases that I've gotten from Claire or from Claire's season so far. One congratulations you just blew up the bachelorette that's how we're going to greet her when she comes on the show and two, I wish we had shirts that said this oh speaking of shirts red is an excellent color on you oh thank you you look fantastic very 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 autumnal today i feel like yeah very fantastic um looking like a little rose <laughs> and, in honor of the, the premiere week you guys that's exactly. right exactly <laughs> The other phrase that I'm going to keep saying, and I want to like play it, like I just want to hit it like as a button throughout the season is, you make me sick. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear Claire say that, I die. You make me sick. And you know what I love about Claire is she owns who she is. It's something that we've said for weeks now. Like she just owns who she is, but she is just so wrapped up. I feel like every time she says something, you feel it. Like I know that those guys on her season are feeling it. And she just wears her heart on her sleeve in such an elegant, but like entertaining and dramatic way, which is why like she truly is the perfect person to be in this role. Yes. Yes. But one of the things I think the show is doing so well is I'm not even caught up in whatever these rumors are at this point. I just want to see Claire's season. Mm-hmm. Like, forget what what you've heard, what you think you know. And I feel like Chris even says that at the top of the episode when we see a preview. It's like, whatever you think you know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care anymore. I just am excited that it's here and we get to see it. But before we get the tea from Claire... I'm so curious, Becca, because I want to hear your take on the major moments that went down last night, Um, because it was a lot. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. And let's just start with that opening teaser. I mean, talk about making you want more. Right. Well, I mean, let's be honest. The show is great at adding in those teasers all throughout the season. At the beginning, they have the super tease in the middle. But it's just a a lot of emotion, I feel like. It's it's like the highs and the lows. And... um, What I found very interesting is that 
her season is so vastly different from ours or probably any other bachelor or bachelorette that has done this simply because of the fact that we were in the middle of a pandemic and it's COVID and like they're doing this all in quarantine. And, and that's the sentiment you get. Like you see Claire in the beginning, she's announced as bachelorette, Chris Harrison FaceTimes her. She's so excited. She's like on the peak of this mountain and then comes crashing down real hard where she doesn't know, like, am I ever going to be bachelorette? Like, I've waited so long for this to be yeah. my time. And, like, is this going to be taken from me? So that in itself, even before the season starts, she's already, like, riding this roller coaster that so much more is yet to come. And that's something that no one, none of us have ever experienced before. Like, we, when we were announced bachelorette, we went straight into filming. Our phones were taken away. And that is so vastly different. Like, she was able to still stay in quarantine and have her phone. All of the men were still able to have their phones and film. And so it's... I, I like that it's a f- very different take on the beginning of a, a new season. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we spoke to Claire, you know, before before her season started and talked to her about it. And like we, we, we joked about the advantage that she's had to deep dive into who her men are, which I think is great. I mean, mm-hmm. now I don't know. I didn't pay attention to the first announcement of the men. So I don't know if new ones were added or not. I'm not even sure. But she she had an advantage that we never have before. But at the mm-hmm. same time, she at least knew she was going to be the Bachelorette. And she didn't know when her season was going to start. But they always assured her that she was getting her season. So just the anticipation and even preparing yourself for knowing exactly. Because I, I think that with us, we're so rushed. Our adrenaline is so mm-hmm. up. You almost don't even get to appreciate it. You do appreciate it, but not the same way because you're just in it and you're just going on fumes. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Claire could truly mentally prepare for what she was about to walk into who she was about to meet and what she wanted for herself and to get out of it. So I think mm-hmm. it's great. Now this opening teaser, woo! We ain't never seen anything like it from from the iconic. I listen to this podcast, Deli, Danny Pellegrino, and he's always like, it's this podcast is called Everything Iconic. And he always is like, queen icon legend, Becca Kufrin. Like, that's what he would say. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was going to say Chris Harrison, iconic line. But then I'm like, king icon legend, Chris Harrison. From him making, <laughs> from him making the comment of, you know, you blew up the bachelorette to... The, the, the foreshadowing we see with Claire and Dell mm-hmm. and then like, you know, the guys saying things about Dell and, yeah. and this walkout that apparently happens or whatever it is and mm-hmm. cameramen running after people. And I'm like, what is going on? I've never seen a teaser like this before. No. And it's so crazy because I feel and Rachel and I have talked about this away from recording this, but. You know, you always walk in and you're prepped in a certain way. Like you want to find your partner out out of this. You want to find your husband. Like if they can get that little bit of you saying, I see my husband in this room. They're like, great, we got it. We did our our job for the night. But the fact that that is so sped up in this, in this season where, like you said, it is foreshadowing, foreshadowing her feelings for one man. It's crazy. And I'm watching this teaser like, is this for real? Or is this like, are they sprinkling in drama to make us think one way and then something else happens. Like my mind is racing all these different directions, but I like also sometimes I read some spoilers and I know I shouldn't that I, I oh, this makes you very relatable, Becca. This makes you relatable, but it's, well, and it's, it's, it's hard, hard to stay away from spoilers. But it's so hard because we're tagged in things on Instagram. People will DM us. And like, even if I don't like, I don't proactively go out to search the spoilers, I feel like they just kind of come in at me. Yeah. And so there are clips like where I was taken something on Instagram and it's 
like there was probably a point two second part of Clarendale making out and she's wearing some sort of dress and they're like on a bed and everyone zoomed in. They they paused that moment, zoomed in. Of course it's still, they're like, oh my gosh, look, this is the fantasy suites. And I'm like, hey, who has time to dig this hard? Like I do not pay attention to detail that closely. And so I would never, I wouldn't even have the time to do that. But the fact that now like I'm getting these spoilers and I'm seeing things from people's points of view, we're like, is it all Dale or is that just, are they putting that in there to make us think one way? I don't know. Uh, that's the thing. I really think this is a season where you think you know, but you really have no idea. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you know the outcome, you don't understand how things get to where they are, which is what makes this so exciting. I think one thing that I really liked that was a little bit different, you know, every season you start out with some packages of the group of guys or the group of girls where you see them in their hometown and they're like, frolicking next to a river or doing whatever they do. And this one was so different. I liked the fact that they could film them selfie style and kind of give a little intro. Like we saw Dale packing up his car with his mom saying goodbye. We saw some of them driving on their way to the airport while they're on the airplane. And the fact that once they got to the hotel, they were able to keep their phones and still film them going through the move-in process and the quarantine process and the COVID testing process Like, that's so unique and different, but it adds a fun spin. Also, I will say this. One thing that stuck out to me is how much of a, (laughs) how do I say this? How big of babies these men, these men were when they were doing their COVID tests. That's so men though, right? Like, have you ever had to take care of a man who was sick? Who just had a couple of sniffles? Yeah, it's the end of the world. Yeah, like this is so on par for for like how men act whenever like, there's like tears in their I'm, eyes, yelling, screaming, cringing. I'm like, guys, imagine popping a baby out of your body at some point. Like this uh, is nothing. And I've had multiple COVID. T- I mean, we had to do it when we were filming there. They're not bad. They're so fast. So these yeah. guys, I mean, man, yeah, note to self. And don't don't you feel like too. One of the, the things that's great about like when you're a viewer and you're watching the season is that you get to watch the packages. So you see them in their element. You see them mm-hmm. at home, maybe with their friends, their job, whatever. And you get to know a little bit about them. And, you know, if you're mm-hmm. at a watch party, you start picking off your favorites based on what you see. We didn't get that this time as well. Right. So it's kind of like we're meeting the guys for the first time with Claire as mm-hmm. Claire's meeting them, which is something that you never get to see before. And I wonder if this is something that they'll carry on in future Bachelor shows. I hope so. I hope, well, I hope eventually if we get back to some sort of normalcy and like things open up and people can be around each other again, I, I would like a combo. I, I would, I love the packages just like you said, to see what they do, how they interact with their family or friends or a little bit more about them. But I really thought it was endearing with some of them, how they were filming and like how they'd get so excited. Like you see one of the guys jumping on the bed and like hitting his head and like, Somebody sitting in his sink. It just like moments like that. I think you know it doesn't take much to just add in clips like that. So I like it. Becca, you bring up a good point though. We've been so busy fixated on the fact that Claire knew the men that were going to be on the season. The men also knew which men were going to be on the season. There's mm-hmm. no way they weren't already up in each other's DMs, having clicks, creating their own romances before the season started. Well, Rachel, we will get into that because as we saw later on in the episode, some of the drama that went down between a couple of the guys. Let's get into it. Let's start with the limos. Yes. Okay. 
the limo arrivals. Who was your favorite? Who stood, um, who stood out to you? Well, you know, okay, you, you know me. I have my notes. God, I, I feel it. like I'm back in, like, recap mode. You know how I would always have my notes for Listen to Your Heart? I started this I episode and I was like, got to do this again. So, You're um, not Okay, this is going to sound terrible. None of the limo entrances really, really stood out to me that much. I don't know. I feel like because there was more guys and everything was so like sped up because we had to focus on COVID and the pandemic. Um, I just felt like it wasn't as like grand as it usually is. What, you know, just like one dude who I really like, whose energy is just, it feels like I could like feel it through the TV was easy. Like he just That's because he burst through that piece of paper or whatever it was. <laughs> he was just so excited from like the moments when you saw him in his hotel room to meeting her. He just... He had a good vibe, so I, I put his name and, like, did a little star next to him. I really enjoyed him. Um, I liked, though, like, the bubble guy. I thought that was cute and clever. And, of course, we saw her, like, push him into the, like, as a bowling ball into the pins later on. Um, did we have, I'm trying to think, did we have any costumes? Besides the guy that, like, sh- there was a, the guy who showed up in the straight jacket. I don't remember. We had one of the guys show up in the knight in shining armor. But the, I don't think they, like, kept it on throughout the night. So. It's just. Did you have a costume on your season? We had. Well, when I was bachelorette, you mean? Yeah, when you were the bachelorette. We I had the chicken. One. It's a chicken. I, I had, had the, the chicken. I had one. David the chicken. That's yeah. right. That's um, right. I feel like there always needs to be that one, though. Like, you always. Who, who's one willing costume. to take one for the team? Not I. It would not be I. <laughs> you know um, what? I probably would be one to show up in a costume. No. Uh, well, no, no. I mean, listen, it worked for my girl, Alexis. She mm-hmm. will forever be known as a dolphin shark. It, it, I like, I couldn't stand her. <laughs> this is no secret. The first night I was like, oh my gosh, I did not sign up here to be with someone who can doesn't even know what kind of animal, animal she is. Yeah. Um, and now I adore her. But I guess my favorite entrance, I'm just going to go for the obvious, is Dale. And it's mm, not yeah. because Dell did anything that grand. It was Claire mm-hmm. who was that grand. It was Claire's mm-hmm. reaction, which was insane. And I remember watching the teaser and like you stated earlier in this episode that you thought maybe like it was put together to keep us wanting more. But that's really how it played out. Mm-hmm. I thought Claire was going to follow him into the mansion. When she said it, when she was like, that's my husband, she kept walking. Like, uh-huh. wait, 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 wait. I thought she was going to be like, that's it. Season, season wrap. We're done. I, yeah. I, I, I did not feel that way during my season of The Bachelorette. I don't mm-hmm. know. People ask me all the time, did you know it was Brian from the moment that you saw? No. I, what's on Are your you cup? Can we, can we, we, everybody, everybody, excuse me. <laughs> we all need to pause for a second. This is we one of have several RBG mugs I have. We need to have a moment of silence for Becca's coffee mug. Would you please <laughs> like to describe it? It is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It says notorious RBG with her in a crown, which is very fitting. This is, I have so many RBG mugs that are in storage that I bought at a cute little shop in Minnesota, but this is, I also have not unpacked a lot of stuff yet, so this is like one of two I have in my kitchen currently. It's beautiful. I will give you one. It caught my eye immediately, and I had to let everybody know. I wanted you all to know what Becca 
was bringing into the show <laughs> because it deserved a moment. Had to bring um, in some good juju. Yes. I'm, I had to drink the tea while we had Claire on, of course. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so Claire, back to our girl mm-hmm. who sprung. Sprung in the first episode, sprung off Dell. I mean, I can't wait to talk to her about it because I, like we were saying, I didn't feel that way. People ask me all the time, how did mm-hmm. you feel when you first met Brian? I thought he was extremely attractive. I knew that we were he was going to make it far. I knew we mm-hmm. were going to get along. We had a vibe, but I wasn't like, that's, That's it. it. That man yeah. is my husband. Same. I I knew night one my top three guys, which were correct. Um, but yeah, I didn't like. I had to get to know them. I, I like I had the vibes with them, but I wasn't about I'm just also not one to like throw all my eggs in one basket and be like, that's that's it. One and done. Um what I thought was very interesting, even prior to Claire meeting the guys, I think it was when she was talking to Chris Harrison and they were sitting down, she made the comment, when I know, I'll know. So she has that little voiceover before she meets any of the dudes. And of course, Dale comes out last and that was it. She's like, I'm shaking. I think I just met my husband. He's the one. Chris comes out again. And so, I mean, she knows, Claire knows herself better than anyone else. And if that's how she makes decisions and is like just very in tune with herself, good for her. But okay, let me ask you this. So on my season, I always knew who my front runners were always since night one, like I said. And for the longest time, I tried to kind of tone down how excited I was about them because I didn't want anything ha- to happen. Like, I think I was so scared that I was going to, like, lose my love because, like, it had been taken for me on Ari season that I really wanted to, like, cu- like hold my cards tight and close. And so... If it like for Claire to say that in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh no, they're going to do something to screw with this or like something bad's going to happen and like the pot's going to be stirred. So yeah, it was like, for me, I was like, good for her for maybe feeling that and knowing that, but like also be safe. All right, Rachel, the two main things that stuck out to me all night, obviously the Dale potentially being her number one husband pick, like he is it, but also there it's. The Bachelor and true Bachelorette fashion, there has to be some drama. So we did see a fight go down at the cocktail party be- between Tyler C and Yosef. And I, to be honest, was very annoyed, which I could see why the other guys were annoyed too, because the fight why? seemed so minuscule and petty and just mm-hmm. like. I quite honestly thought Tyler C was just trying to like get in there and make a name for himself and like get the airtime it was so stupid basically what happened if you hadn't watched last night is tyler seen yosef have a mutual friend apparently yosef had been dming a girl or multiple girls saying like hey beautiful how are you like nothing major and to me it's like yosef isn't a jed where he's coming in with a full-on girlfriend who he just told he loved and then left for the show. Like uh-huh. if he's like everyone talks to people before they leave for the show. I mean, I think everyone's done it. It's not like as long That's as you're open one. and own it. Like to me, it did not seem like such a big deal to be blown out of proportion. And so, quite frankly, I wasn't surprised when Claire did send Tyler C home because like no one wants to deal with that petty drama night one. I was disappointed for different reasons. I mean, you said you thought Tyler C was making a name for himself. Didn't he already do that? You walked in as Tyler C. We already have one Tyler C. But the precedent was set for you. All you Mm -hmm. had to do was say, I'm Tyler C. Nothing more, (laughs) nothing less. 
The carpet was laid out for you. The first Tyler C. 1.0 laid out the blueprint. You mm -hmm. ruined it. You literally were given this on a silver platter. Also, rule one on one is you lay low, especially the first night, right? Mm -hmm. You, you don't get want into drama. the lead. Yeah, you get in, you get out, you mind your own business. You even drink coffee. I drank coffee the first night. You get, you like, you observe, you peep the scene. You don't cause mm -hmm. a scene, you peep the scene. Mm -hmm. And you definitely don't tattle. So no. I totally agreed with Claire's decision to send him home. Let her figure out mm -hmm. what Yousef still is all on her own. Yeah. Tyler C., what a, what a disappointment and such a lesson learned here. You can't have two. No, right? we, we've already had the two. one. He had big shoes and... Tyler C yeah. 2.0 did not fill them. Yeah. I'm glad she sent him home. I just, yeah. Anyone listening, any men listening that in the future, if you plan to go on the bachelorette, women don't like tattletales. Women don't like drama, especially night one when you want it to be exciting all about her. Don't bring drama and a stupid, stupid fight up with another man, especially that first night. So yeah, like, Come on now. Well, Rach, obviously we have so much that we can dive into, but we have to get our girl Claire on to give us some clarity. So we could obviously talk about the premiere for hours, but now's the time. We have her at our disposal and we're going to take advantage of it. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our newest bachelorette, Claire Crawley. Okay, Claire, first thing first, show us your hands. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, a little ring there. Is that a what do we see? Uh, <laughs> essentially, no. <laughs> I got myself a ring to a while ago to for my ring finger because I wanted to signify, like this is for love, right? Like I wanted to signify self love first above everything, always, and basically, like I wanted to get myself something that I will never have to give back to anybody nobody can ever take away from me that will always be mine and that comes first over anything so self-love yes self and you know what i will never ask anything of a man that i can't get for myself so mm. oh mm. god and this is why she's our bachelorette congratulations <laughs> claire you just blew up the bachelorette let's get into it i can't yes. stop saying that i can't stop saying it i love no, it I'm obsessed claire with it. she seriously cannot stop saying it we were joking earlier we we're like we have to get shirts that say that so we all wear it maybe like during your premiere or whenever that you just blew up the bachelorette <laughs> i love i love that thing i Every season, there's like somebody blew it up on some way. There's always something that has not been done before. So I no, guess. Oh, Claire, this is different. This is different. So mm -hmm. first of all, let's just start off. Other than, of course, we, we, we tried to pry your hands. We tried to look at that. Uh, blew up the bachelorette. But truly, how are you? Honestly, I'm doing so good. I just watched the episode. So I'm. So good. I, it's crazy to think like, um, you know, how you, you guys both know this, the nerves beforehand of like, what's going to be edited and what's it going to look like and how is this going to come off? And that day where I was super, super tired and had an upset stomach, it, like, how is that going to translate? And so the nerves are all there, but I'm, I'm feeling good because the root of all this and me going into this was I wanted to authentically be myself. And me being myself and loving myself fully is saying, here's all the imperfect parts about me, 
but I want somebody to still love me. I think we talked about it before. I want somebody to see all the imperfect parts and love me anyway. So just the world or whoever's watching is going to see imperfect Claire, I guess, you know? Well, that's, that's a good segue because I do want to ask, obviously, we had you on the podcast months ago and so much in the world has changed. I feel like when we had you on, it was like a world ago. And and so now that you're finally in the thick of it, it's finally airing, like you're done filming. It's on TV for the world to see. How are you feeling now that it's out there? Like, are you feeling settled? Are you just ready for this? Like how in your heart and your head, where, where are you at? Um, I feel incredibly proud that I know the outside looking in, um, it seems like this is blip of a thing where it's just a season that happens and it's a TV show for people, but this is something that you guys know. And I've been waiting essentially my whole life for, and to know that this experience, um, I just got through it. It's like, it's almost a sense of like, I did that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's so you guys both know, like I said, it's so incredibly challenging and hard and exhausting Mm -hmm. to go through this process emotionally physically like it's exhausting but but to be able to come out on the other end and be like I did that for myself you know yeah I want to ask do you feel I felt like when I came off of my season of the bachelorette and was you know doing the press and constantly talking about it and I couldn't give anything away because it was still airing but I felt like I finally knew who Becca was. Like I finally had my voice and the sense of empowerment. Is that how you feel now? Yeah, it's it's definitely a sense of empowerment because you, this whole thing is like, it gets to be me and my story. And um, it's not just a little blip of like a segment here, a pop in there. Like this is things that I've shared that on the show that everybody will be able to see that I have not talked about before that I don't really talk about a lot, even on my social media and my personal stuff. I don't talk about a lot of it publicly. And I was able to share a lot of that. So it really was cathartic. Mm -hmm. What I love so much, Claire, is that you took us through the journey of what you personally were going through. Like we talked to you off mic, off camera. So we understood some of like the ups and downs that you were having to go through before the season started. You went from a high. We saw you on the phone with Chris going to a high of, you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is happening for me. And then COVID hits. And we we followed that journey at the beginning of the episode, which I thought was great. I had no idea they were going to include that. So it, it takes us it's like a double journey almost at the same time. So I'm I'm curious for you with the highs and lows and everything that you went through to finally say my season is starting. It's the first night, which, by the way, upset stomach, exhausted, couldn't tell. You looked absolutely stunning. Stunning. Stunning, Claire. You that, never fail to disappoint in that department at all. That everything from your hair to your makeup to your dress. That Gorgeous. I think is one of my most favorite night one dresses I've ever seen. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, and I had asked, too. I was like, how did Claire look the first night? How they were <laughs> Stunning. Stunning. Um, but no, but just to, to finally get to that point where you're stepping out the limo, you're talking to Chris, and then you're standing there waiting for the men. What was that feeling like to finally get there? Yeah, you guys saw it was one of those moments where forever it was like, is this even going to happen? And even up until that very last COVID test that it took a week to get through, it was like, is this going to happen? There could be something that could stop this. And it was literally till I was standing in that moment that I was like, okay, this is happening. <laughs> and it was, it was 
it was kind of a relief to know that it was happening, but also just a really, really thankful moment of, I guess, gratitude of all that production, the show, everybody went through to make this happen for me. Mm-hmm. Like that was huge. I mean, that was huge to me. And even the guys showing up for, for me, for this chance, you know, it was, it was overwhelming, but also just, like I said, so much gratitude for it. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on showing up because that's something that in your chat before you met the guys with Chris, that you kept repeating. It was like your mantra. Like you just have to show up no matter how you're feeling, no ma- matter how hard it might be. Um, and I do want to get into that conversation because it made me cry. It, uh, I thought it was a beautiful moment because you shared, obviously, you had lost your father. And um, I think it, for me, it's like, you know, we have our bachelorette chats and we've talked a little bit. And, you know, you've talked about how your mom is doing. But I don't think the world in America has really gotten to know that side of you. And I think that that was something beautiful, beautiful and so vulnerable that you shared. And I also thought it was beautiful that you said that you wanted to share, what was it, the video or the audio that your dad had recorded for you, for you and your, you know, like your life partner. Yeah. That was something so incredible and so special. And I I mean, you know, I've lost my father too, so I can feel for you. But what was it like opening up in that regard, not necessarily about your love life, but this journey that you've had that your, you know, your parents can't necessarily see. What was it like sitting with Chris, who he's kind of like Bachelor Nation's dad, um, but having that type of conversation about what you want and how you want to make your parents proud and find what they had in each other. Yeah, you saw it got me super emotional. And it was, it was same thing I said to the guys, like when I first kind of walked into the room with all them in the same place, it was like to be able to wake up that morning and to say, like, this might be my last morning that I ever wake up alone. Um, it was a moment that I've been waiting for for so long and to know that this is something that my, my, this is so funny. My dog has the hiccups right here, uh, <laughs> but that, that, um, my dad would have wanted and my mom wants for me to know, not even just to find a man, but I think even above it, to be the strong woman that I am today, that alone, I know makes them proud. And that alone would bring my dad happiness and being able to see that and to know that, I mean, it gets me emotional too. And knowing that I stood there, regardless of everything that I've been through and the so many times where I wanted to just throw in the towel and give it up on love and say like, I'll be happy alone. I will do this alone. And I very well can, but to know that this is an opportunity that I might not have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just would make them proud. And it was like, this is a really good feeling. Claire, I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, I'm sorry, this is getting me again, but your father, I don't know him. Obviously I'd never knew him, but I, I'm telling you right now, he is proud. He is watching you and he's, so proud and happy for the woman, the amazing woman that you've become. There's no doubt about that. And um, I think it's special. I think it's it's something great for me to hear. It's such a special bond that you can have with other fans and followers of the show that that you'll you'll see from that conversation. So many great conversations will come from that with other people going through something similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's the biggest, I think, thing for me was that when he passed away, it wasn't... Like it wasn't um, 
he was so worried that I was needed to be taken care of and like looked after, which is, I think every dad's, you know, they want their daughter to make sure that they're okay and emotionally taken care of and looked out after. Um, but it was, it was something really special to sit up there and say, like, I can do it on my own, mm. you know, to feel that strength of a woman, like he instilled some major strength in me. So, mm. you know, going through something like that, it takes some strength to come out on the other side. Um, kind of feeling just being able to be strong and to feel, I don't know, if like alive and to go on with life after such yeah. a loss. Well, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more strength come from you in the weeks oh. to come. <laughs> no doubt yeah. about that. My fa- other favorite line I told Becca is on the reviews when you're like, it makes me sick. <laughs> and you say, I, I say it all. I, can, I don't know what you're talking about, but I like go around the house like my little sister's staying with me and we like see the previews. And I'm like, Heather, it makes me sick. Claire Crawley voice. <laughs> <laughs> I die laughing because I'm just, I guess I just say what I feel. And like that, that moment, oof, oof. Oh, I, I can't, can't I can't wait to know what or who you're talking about because oh it just it's like I was telling Rachel earlier you just have this like you're so passionate and you're the way that you feel and the way that you speak that it I feel like people gravitate towards you and they want more and so mm-hmm. like not even that you're dramatic but I think it just it's amplified because you like we feel your emotion that then we want to gravitate and like keep watching and keep watching and we're getting hooked like week by week with everything that you're saying and doing. Um, I do want to get into the the limo arrivals and meeting the men because obviously that's why we're here. But I do want to ask you this before we get into that. Going from no contact, no touching, no hugging, nothing. When, and we know that uh, touch is your love language. How is going from like zero to a hundred in a couple hours. Like that first hug, how did that feel? I feel like I just, every guy I clung to a little extra longer. (laughs) (laughs) One of the guys was even like, you just thanked me for hugging you. (laughs) And I was like, I know I needed it so bad. I never, I never got sick of it. And it was to be able to do it, not only like after that long period of quarantine, but like no mask, not worrying, like, is it okay if I hug you? Are you cool? Are we doing the wrong thing? But like, knowing that we were tested, we were good. I could do whatever I wanted to. It was like freedom. Well, that's how the guys seem like they kept saying, I can't wait to touch her and hug her and just be like next to someone. I think it was reciprocated on both ends, which made it, it put such a fun spin. Like you could, like the excitement was, what was, what's the word? Palatable? But no, we warned you, Claire. We said these men have been cooped up for months. They're coming in hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. But so were you, to be honest. I know I would. They would have been like, she's on another one. We got a pillar off the man. <laughs> she's on. She's at it again. She's qualifying on another man. <laughs> well, now that we've seen night yeah. one, your journey has started. How was it for you? And do you have any regrets? From the first night. We'll just do the first night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the first night. Um, Anything you do differently? No. No, Every no. Girl. A few things play out, but um, I will say no because I don't want to live life like that. I chose to do and to say the things I did because that's what felt right in my gut. Mm-hmm. And throughout the entire journey, 
I've said it a million times. I might not make the right decisions that other people would make or the best decision for that somebody else thinks I should make. But one thing I will never do is not listen to my gut and I will never disappoint myself to make other people happy. So the decisions I made and what I chose to do and say at that time was what I felt. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I'll regret that or take that back. As it should be. Honestly, like this is your time. You This is like the one time that you can say what you want to all these people, like that you can do what you want and follow only your own path, which... Uh. Like when no one ever gets to do that. It's, it's amazing. Um, well, I love okay. it. getting into the men besides Dale's arrival. Cause we all saw how that went down and, and you did give us a little preview before meeting him, how you're like, if I know, I know, but what were some other ones that stuck out to you? Oh, stuck out to, stuck out to you. I should say the right, right word. Okay. <laughs> AJ with the ring, with the hand, uh-huh. he held your hands really tight. He squeezed my hand so tight and bless his soul. Aw. We go, ah! Like, he squeezed so much. I felt like, is this a shtick? Is he literally <laughs> you know on me? Like, is this, is this a joke on it? Mm-hmm. But I was laughing, but I think, I think it wasn't intentional, but it broke skin. Mm-hmm. It broke- oh, wow. Well, you said it looked like, what, a vampire? Something bit you, I think? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, who else? Um, okay, here's the other thing. What you don't see and what you don't recognize in this, and Rachel, you will you know this. Oh, Becky, you too, duh. Um <laughs> 18 degrees out there. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Incredibly hot. And it was, I think it was the limo entrances was a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm well, I'm just like. Oh, just my back is dripping sweat. And so I'm just wondering what these guys are going to roll into. And um, Chasen with the armor, mm-hmm. I, he was dripping. I was like, how did yeah. you? Or Ed was rolling in in the um, resort. <laughs> he had to push that thing up the entire driveway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I ran in and gave him a bottle of water because I was like, you have to be heat stroking right now. You cannot be okay. And standing there, I was dying. Mm-hmm. Putting so, them to work. Yeah, they really were working at those entrances. But overall, they were they were all really good and really sweet. Mm-hmm. Even fart box. Oh well, okay. So when I saw him get down, <laughs> when I saw him get down on one knee, I was like, "We've already done this. I did this years ago. Another guy in my season did it. We've seen this." And then when he opened up the ring box, I bur- I was drinking. Probably just water. So, I mean, I literally spit it out on my computer because I was like, I was not expecting that. That was so funny. I was just, I was like, what is happening here? And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever, I felt like sometimes when I would get so excited or nervous, I would kind of black out and be like, wait, what did I just say? What did I just do? Did you ever have those moments that night? The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was, when I, when I, it was funny because when I met Dale, that's when I felt like, and I turned around and asked Chris, like, what did I just, I don't, I could not remember what I just said. Did or- they tell you what you said? No. <laughs> Wait to watch it with everybody. Oh my gosh. Claire, <laughs> before you got on, we were joking. We were like, I thought you were going to follow him into the house. Like you started walking towards him. I was like, wait a minute. That's not how <laughs> it goes. Wait, somebody bring her. You definitely blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's blacked out. Yeah, but it was, 
Yeah, the other thing I think that um, not a lot of people know, I mean, I think I've talked about it a little bit, but I can tend to be introverted or shy sometimes. And I know I'm a strong woman, I'm a passionate woman, but I can be shy. Like I was, grew up very, very shy. So like uh, there were a couple times in there where I was like, I could see myself like, like just getting awkward, you know, and around these gorgeous men, I'm like, how would you not just sweat anyway? Mm-hmm. Spring sweat, you know? Girl, I get some it. Gorgeous men and mm-hmm. some like professionals. I said, my gosh, everybody's a professional on Claire's mm-hmm. season. We didn't have that. Like we had people with made up job titles, no jobs, half a job. You have like engineers and whatever. Like professors and a professor. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you had the cream of the crop men wise. I will say that really did. They when producers took the time to recast because of the guys that couldn't come back and all that stuff and kind of switch things around a little bit just because of the long quarantine. Um, they really did their work like they knew. Mm-hmm. I know that they knew that I wanted to find the right man for me and a real guy for me. And they did the work. And I feel like it showed it showed for sure. Yeah. Okay, I know that they probably didn't show all of it, but how many men did you kiss night one? Um, and were there any bad ones? I want to say three. Did they okay. only? Okay, only three. Becca, how many did you kiss the first night? Well, I shouldn't night? say only three. I only kissed two on. Oh wait, I think I only kissed two my night one. I kissed one. The men were afraid to kiss me. I they kissed were, one. Were they? Wait, I that's thought, what Rachel. Why did I think you kissed twelve on night one? That was was like either Ari or Peter. That was like Ari or Peter. Probably both. It was definitely not me. I was like, can somebody please? And apparently like the like producers later told me that the guys were trying to be like very respectful. I guess I was a lawyer. They thought I didn't want that. And I was like, you got me all wrong. And who was the one person who went all in? Brian. Where Mm -hmm. is Brian right now? Somewhere else being my husband because he's not here in California. <laughs> not bringing your core seltzer. <laughs> not bringing me core seltzer. No, he is not. Oh, my gosh. Um, Claire, wait. I was going to ask you something. Oh, first impression. Okay. There's a history here with the women, the bachelorette, when it comes to the first impression rose. We have to obviously talk about it. You gave your first impression rose to no surprise here, Dell. From, from the reaction of the limos, right? Like, mine was obvious, too. Becca, yours was as well, right? Like, you kind of mm-hmm. knew who yeah. we were going to pick. And then the tradition really is, except for Hannah, mm-hmm. that the women who they give their first impression rose to is usually who they um, the end up with. I never really put that. Honestly, I never really put two-two together. I did not know that that was a thing. Probably because Hannah was the last one. And so, and, it, and that's when it, but, like, Becca, me, Jojo, Caitlin, mm-hmm. yeah, and then we, Andy, it was Nick, but he made it to top two. So yeah. they always make it far. Women Very always far. have the right pickers, though. But Claire, is this, this, there's so many rumors swirling around for your season. Like, I, like, I don't know them all, like what goes down really, neither does Becca. Is this truly a season where it's like, you think you guys really know, but you have no idea? Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those where... I've heard some of the rumors and I'm like, let them spin out, let them spin around because there's, there's so much that happens Mm -hmm. 
that I'm like, I can't believe that didn't get out. Or I can't believe that didn't get out. But there's so much more things that like people think that they know what's going on, but there there's not. I like to let the rumor swirl because half the time they're so off anyways that it's just like, let people believe what they want to believe at this point, because it's going to be very entertaining at the end when everything comes out. I want to know, like going from zero to a hundred, like I said, like no touch to hugging, touching, being within six feet of not only one person, but 31 men. Like truly, when you walked into that room, how did you contain yourself? Because I would have been like a koala bear on a tree. If you know, like if you're really into Dale or whoever, I would have been like <laughs> little little gumby like jumping on the trees here. Well, it was it was just such an honor to have so many guys show up for me that apparently it was the longest first rose ceremony in the history of the show. I think we went really? to like 10 in the morning. Yeah. What? Definitely. Wow. Definitely. I think I was eight. So that means, did you talk to every guy? Talk to every guy. But the funniest thing is that I love, like, I love talking to these guys. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think just because it's my career, like I love talking to people. I love finding out about people. They always make fun of me at the salon. They're like, you always ask one more question, Claire. And I'm like, I know I can't walk, you know, I can't go and grab my coffee because I, I literally love talking to my clients and, and I love talking to people and knowing about them and finding out about them. And so it really was, um, each guy brought it. And so it was like, they just want, they wanted to talk. So I wanted to talk. So it just went long. Mm-hmm. It went long. Well, speaking of talking to each guy, obviously there was a little bit of drama that went down. We saw Tyler C and Yosef kind of go at it. Um, we kind of recapped the drama for our listeners, but you sitting there, how did you feel in that moment when Tyler came to you and Yosef sitting there and Tyler's like, to me, it, like such a petty stupid fight like that wasn't even a fight it just was annoying drama that took away from your time with other men how did you feel sitting there with both of them on either side kind of going back and forth trying to like fight their side where was your mind at i wanted to just kind of squash it i didn't mind that something there's always going to be something with people and this and that my biggest thing is let's put it on the table and let's squash it um and essentially they started kind of going at each other and stuff. That's where I was like, mm-hmm. time out. I'm going to go do my thing. But like, you guys can keep, keep figuring it out, but I'm going to go talk to these guys. I don't want any more of that time wasted. I love that. I love that you just left him and walked away. It was, it was, it was literally, I feel like it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a shame because it's your season. It mm-hmm. should have everything to do with you. And if it doesn't, okay, guys. Bounce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, what, I appreciated Tyler's sentiment about wanting, you know, knowing guys that are there for the right reasons for me and all that. But I, I don't know. In the past, I've always, the guys that kind of worry about other guys, mm-hmm. I feel like aren't confident with themselves. You know, they mm-hmm. like bringing to the table. If they have to bring up other stuff or talk about other guys, it, it shows to me, and not saying that Tyler's this way, but a sense of like, I don't know what the word is. But like, don't use your time like that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. unnecessary. A hundred percent agreed. Oh, go it's, ahead, Becca. Well, no. So on the flip side, then we saw Blake. How do you pronounce his last name? Moynez? He's the Canadian one, The right? Canadian Blake. We Canadian, Blake. Canadian Blake. Canadian Blake. Canadian Mo- Blake. Moynes? 
Mo- oh shit, Moines. Okay, so well, well, so on the flip side, we had Canadian Blake, who he he did reach out to you prior to the show, so we kind of broke the rules. But I felt like this was like good little drama, and and so how did that conversation like when you approach him? Because I thought that conversation was going to go a complete one eighty. Yeah, but it but it turned out very sweet. So explain a little bit more what that conversation was before, and then how it was seeing him after talking with him like he's the only guy that you talked to before the season yeah he and that is 100 the truth um he my mom had it was you know in quarantine it's like there's a lot that happens and it wasn't just i'm just sitting here waiting to be the bachelorette it was regular life goes on and my mom in her care facility she had fallen and gone to the hospital and um I think I had put something like on my Instagram about it, just that she needed prayers or something like that. And um, Blake had slid in my DMs and he was the only guy that did, which um, I was like, okay, what is this going to be? And then he really honestly was like, I'm probably not supposed to be doing this. This is against what we're supposed to be doing. I, this is probably risking my time on the show, but I wanted to let you know that I kind of feel like a jerk if I didn't say I hope your mom is okay and I'm sending prayers and I'm thinking about you. Um, and it really, really was something that meant a lot to me because here these guys are that are in their own worlds and their own bubbles. And I'm, we've talked about it. Like I'm able to see their stories and watch them, the ones that I knew about, watch them and see what they're up to. But to know that he's watching me and saying like, this is what's going on in her real life and every day to care about that, that meant everything to me it meant I wanted to thank him all along but I wanted to really wait till that moment where I could sit down and talk with him and let him know really how much that Mm. meant to me I Mm. think on his facial expressions when you were talking to him at first he's like oh shit I'm going home and then when you said like take that risk I appreciated that and then his grin just split his face (laughs) and it it was very cute but he thought for a hot second you were sending him home there's there's things (laughs) I appreciate uh like when I talk about rules and stuff, there's always rules, but if you break it for the right reasons with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm mad at that at yeah. all. Never would be. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have two questions for you. Yeah. One, are you happy? I am very happy, but I was happy going into this. Okay. And I'm happy now. Mm-hmm. Okay, great answer. Very, very uh, politically correct. Um, Two, I have to ask the obvious question. How did you blow up The Bachelorette? (laughs) Everybody wants to know. I'll tell you exactly how I blew up The Bachelorette. I said what I wanted to say. I did what I wanted to do. I followed my heart. I followed my gut. I didn't listen to... um, like essentially I didn't let anybody tell me what to do. Cause I know what's best for myself. And there, that's why I can literally look back and say, I have no regrets because I wasn't talked into or um, even encouraged to do something that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes far in the world of like the bachelor, because in the past, I think people always wonder, like, did producers make you do this? Or did they say that? Or did they encourage this? But never once did I do something that I didn't want to do. And this was, this was, I guess, the season to do things my way. I love it because you realize, you realize, Clara, as a rule breaker, 
whatever you did to blow this up, you're setting a precedent because now people can point to you and say, well, Claire did this, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love every single piece of it. <laughs> I do too. And Claire, one thing that I do want to tell you is, you know, it's like, I watched the show prior to me going on. So I kind of knew what to expect and, and what it was all about. Obviously, like, when you become the lead and you're in this role, it's something you can't even fathom. It's so different from like what you thought you were prepared for. But watching you back, you are such a strong, badass, independent woman that I watch you and I'm like, holy shit, I wish I had more of that in me when I was the bachelor. I wish I would have done it this way and said these things like you are just, it's so inspiring to watch as a past bachelorette. And so I hope that people take that and learn from that and and can better own who they are because I think you own it and you allow people to like feel so great about that like you don't say like you know I wasn't doing it for the producers I wasn't doing it for anyone else other than myself and to find the love and I think it's very inspiring so I want to tell you that because it's um I just I just I'm so proud of you I'm so happy for you um and it's only been night one we haven't even gotten into this but but it's all because we know we know Oh, she said, just wait. She said, just wait. Okay, so fine. Speaking of that, what can we expect next week? Because mm-hmm. it looks like this season is going to be one for the books. It looks like you're going down in Bachelorette history, you know, mm-hmm. for multiple reasons, right? Like you're breaking records, like from all over the place. Okay, so tell us. Tease oh. us what is to come. So much good stuff. I, 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 I'm excited to watch this, these next few episodes, especially because in the very beginning, it was even the unknown, like you said, Becca, of you really don't know how this is going to go. I mm-hmm. just knew that regardless, I was going to honor myself and my truths. And being a 39-year-old woman who is dating, there are things that a 24-year-old bachelorette maybe would have done or maybe would have done differently. But being my age and knowing what exactly what I'm looking for and knowing what I want, um, it makes things so much more clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see, I think throughout it that there, that's the continuing thing is, um, I just do what I want. And I say that in the most respectful, um, real way, it was yeah. honoring my truth. And, um, I think in the past with me, <sighs> I've allowed things to slide and I've, allowed men to talk to me certain ways and do certain things. And I look back and go, God, why didn't I speak up for myself at that moment? Or why didn't I cut the line there? Or, you know, there's a lot of things, but at this, I truly did do what I wanted to do in the positive way, you know, in such a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, without, like I said, disrespecting anybody. I can't. I want you to come down I, to LA so we can watch some episodes together. I, yeah, I'm going to have a no lot more fish. questions. No offense, Becca, because you came after me, but I've never been more excited to watch a season, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you'll agree with me totally. on that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. We'll see. We'll see. I My biggest thing is that I'm excited about is that there's some real life stuff that you've never seen that I don't think even has been talked about on previous seasons mm-hmm. that I deal with and that I get faced with. Um uh, so I, I'm excited to see, I'm excited for people who have gone through similar or who can relate to these things, the kind of imperfect way we are vulnerable. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if imperfect is the way, but like real vulnerability and opening up and saying like, this affects me this way. And that affects me that way because of this. Um, there's a lot of stuff that plays out. So I'm excited for you guys to see and for everybody to watch just, I guess the realness of it for me. Mm-hmm. We can't wait. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait to see how you blew up the bad start. One last question before you go, what does the ring look like? <laughs> <laughs> I, your face, I literally thought you were going to answer. I was like, oh, it was she. Oh, my gosh, Claire. Everybody is rooting for you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with your girls. Um, yeah. I know you got a lot going on right now. Always. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, I know. So I'm excited for this season. <laughs> I mean, like, and you know what? She was great at like dodging our questions. Like, okay, how did you blow it up? That mm-hmm. was a really good answer. I did things my way. I did it without mm-hmm. giving specifics. I thought, my God, that was, you should run for office. She that would was be so a fantastic good. answer. Yeah. And it, and it really did answer the question. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like that, that's how you blow it up. And I think it will be interesting to see how this plays out, but then also how future bachelors and bachelorettes move about knowing mm-hmm. what Claire Crawley did. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of the most talked about seasons we've ever had. Um, it's definitely going to be one for the books that people remember. But what I love about Claire is there's so much more to her. And there's so many more in-depth conversations that we saw just from the premiere between her and Chris and with her and some of the guys that we've never seen. And I think we're going to catch glimpse of, glimpses of that in the next weeks to come. But I think yeah. she's going to be a really great pillar for men and women both to watch and to you know see the hardship she's been through she's lost a parent her mother is you know currently in the nursing home with alzheimer's and dementia like she's been through really tough terrible relationships i think that she has so much to her story that shapes her into the woman that she is today that's going to be really empowering for other people to see and to be like okay i'm okay in my life like i have somebody that's gone through something similar or you know that's still you know trying to find love and trying to find the right person and not settle. And so that's what one thing I'm really excited for both her to experience and having people reach out to her and vice versa. So I can't wait. I mean, I feel like we've just, I feel like we've been smiling this entire time we've been podcasting. Every single time we do this with Claire, we're like giddy, excited about what's to come. So I hope you guys enjoyed this as well. I don't even know how we're going to top it after that one. It's just, I, we always say this, we always get our girls, the past bachelorettes on, and it's just such an empowering moment. Um, so it's going to be a good one. You know, it was an amazing first episode. We're so excited to watch her season and see how her story truly unfolds. Because like you said, we think we know, but we probably don't have any, any idea. So keep tuning in to the bachelorette on ABC. Don't forget it's Tuesday nights at eight, seven central. And of course, you can always talk to us on social media. Let us know who you want to hear from and what you thought of our episodes. You can find us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on Facebook and Twitter. And you guys, we say this every single week, but it's because it's so important. Elections are, we could, we would tell you actually every day if we could, but this podcast is only weekly. Elections are coming up. I just got my absentee ballot in the mail because I requested it early. You guys need to make sure that you do that the same if that's the option that you're going. And if not, make sure you vote in person. Hopefully you're already registered to vote because I think most deadlines have passed at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, If you need more information on how or where to register, please visit rockthevote.org slash warnermedia. Use your voice. 
I don't even know why I'm doing this because on my platform, I've already told you exactly who you should be voting for. But, you know, <laughs> you know what's up. You know what's up at this point. Um, listen, we we know that this season is going to be uh, this bachelorette season. We know this bachelorette season is going to be the most dramatic season ever. I we thought you were going to say year. this election season. Which is but insane. now, no, but I was going to say, <laughs> but the reality is that's reality TV. The actual reality is this election is going to be the most dramatic election ever. And not it won't end on November 3rd. It will continue thereafter because of COVID and because so many people are going to be doing absentee ballots. They're going to be counting them the days after the election. So it's just so important to get all that in early. And before you guys go, we've got a lot happening this week. Don't forget to check out Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. We have Joe that wants to give you the lowdown right now. So take it away. Thank you, Becca and Rachel, for letting me jump on and talk about clickbait. Our newest episode is out right now, and it went off the rails. We're talking about zombies. We got movie theaters shutting down, huge celebrities, Army Hammer, a little bit of SM, and then we had our guest, Justin Sylvester from E Daily Pop. And this guy knows a little bit about everybody. We go from Ed Hardy to Michael Jackson to a little bit of Madonna. I want you guys to listen to us. You guys can follow us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Subscribe, like, DM me. I want to hear you talk shit. I want to hear your opinion on what we're talking about. A little bit of clickbait you need it in your life. Make sure you check us out. Clickbait comes out every Thursday. You don't want to miss it. And last but not least... Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery app, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Bye, guys. See you next week. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. <laughs> You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. 
take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 